0: The Paunch Stevenson Show. punchstevenson.com, Episode 280. Tuesday, June 7th, 2016.
1: You're entering
2: a world of the... 16th dimension of which there is no return Eh, that's my bad take on the uh, Twilight Zone Rod Serling most people uh, would remember uh, if at least lived in our area we grew up um, July 4th was often the uh, Twilight Zone marathon and um yeah, there was always some really, really, really good ones, and now uh, they're you know, Twilight Zone is on cable and DVD, whatever uh, craziness. So we're here for the Paunch Stevenson Show. I don't have a co-host uh, of the episode, but I do have a number of them, in fact. So I uh, talked to a number of people. Uh, first of all, we've got uh, we've got James Marsters, uh, Spike. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, saw him at a convention, also uh, met up with uh, Brian O'Halloran, New Jersey guy, of course, uh, Clerks, Uh, our longtime uh, friend, author Cassine Gaines, he'll talk uh, the uh, Pee-wee Herman return in uh, Pee-wee's Big Holiday that happened uh, a couple of months ago. Lanza, the great Lanza will come back and uh, we'll talk about the uh, Wizard World Philadelphia convention featuring Michael J. Fox um, and then finally we have the, the comic book men uh, Rob and I talked to uh, one of them, Mike Zapsick a couple of years ago in, uh, in the actual uh, Kevin Smith store in Red Bank, New Jersey but this time I'm getting the rest of them uh, for uh, some quick sound bites, and uh, it should be a lot of fun. Short episode, but I think it's a it's a it's a lot of fun. Uh, but of course, we start off with celebrity deaths. I knew that was coming. <laughs> uh, just a couple here. Um, Rob very upset about this. He wants everyone to know. Uh, Michael Cimino, of course, directed the Deer Hunter, but infamously he directed Heaven's Gate which uh, Rob t- <laughs> talked about on this show uh, a number of years ago uh, Christopher Walken and uh, Chris Christopherson in an absolute disaster of a movie uh, he's dead, 77 one of my favorite actresses on a show that I really liked back in the late 80s, early 90s The Commish Teresa Saldana she played... Uh, uh, the wife of uh, the commish, uh, who was uh, now I'm drawing a blank. He was played by uh, uh, Michael Chiklis. Yes, that <laughs> <laughs> was one of my favorite favorite shows growing up. Was the commish? It was on ABC. Usually, I think it was paired with Doogie Howser, uh, way back when. And then, of course, finally, uh, the the young Chekhov, very unfortunate, Anton Yelchin, who was only 27, unfortunately was, uh, was killed by his own car. Uh, very crazy, very uh, nutty circumstance, uh, something you obviously uh, you wouldn't expect to happen, uh, but uh, very unfortunate. So uh, with, without further ado, let's get to it.
1: Hello, this is Weird Al Yankovic, and
2: you're listening to the Ponch Stevenson Show. Awesome.
3: Attention, everyone. James Masters. Hey, what's
2: up, man? What's going on? So, about five years ago, you were at New York Comic Con. Yeah. And I was, Ooh, like, out of money, so I couldn't get you then. But, honestly, you look the same, so...
4: <laughs>
3: right Dropping. This.
2: I spent all my money on uh, Mrs. Dushku.
3: I do not blame I Miss mean, Dushku. That is a good, yeah. that's a good way to spend Chris money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, she is... I like to see the princess she us. looks the same. Mm-hmm. If anything, she looks better. <laughs> she does. She's amazing. She's embraced... You know
2: the aging process well, I would say.
5: Yeah,
1: she eats super healthy. Yes. Uh, she and I we were we were talking like we don't we don't drink we don't smoke we don't do sugar we're just like we like going full
3: sting. Nice.
2: I gotta get a picture too, but uh, yeah, she's off. We're tra- you know, I uh, I went to Africa with her and her family. You really? Yes, yes, you know, they, they have that charity yeah, in Uganda. She's talked about it. Yeah. yeah Dude, I, good job. Huh? Yeah, they're great. They were, they were great. It was a great time.
1: You're a real hero. <laughs>
3: wow, look at all you've done. I've talked about it. And yeah, we, we watch those documentaries. They feel horrible, yeah. but we don't do nah. anything. It,
2: it's amazing. The people are like, they're so down to earth. They're so welcoming. And the food was great. I couldn't and believe it.
1: Did you meet her mom? Was yeah, her, her mom. Her isn't mom's, she I met her mom a
2: few times. Yeah, her we're mom's the best. A her mom was like the. The bonus of the trip.
0: Yeah. I was yeah. like,
2: Eliza, you know, it's nice hanging out with you, yeah. but your mom is the rock star. <laughs> she mom. she yeah, knows she it. She
3: gets yeah. that all the time. Yeah. yeah. By the way, there's a showing of a movie I'm in at
4: five yeah, fifteen. Yeah, I gotta I have to run go
2: back to, back to Jersey. Right but nice to meet they're you they're again, man. Thanks. Okay, so we're here with uh, Mr. Brian O'Halloran from the uh, the Clerks view universe Yeah, I think that's what he calls it. Yeah. So, um, Brian and I are both uh, Jersey guys.
5: Uh, we don't, apparently, we don't agree on our hockey Well, here's fandom. the thing. I'm originally born in the Bronx in New York City. Ah. So, from the age of when I was born until 10... In the seventies I was a Ranger fan. I mean this was yeah, that makes sense. this was before, you know, when the the franchise was called the Kansas City Scouts. So right. uh, my father was a Ranger fan. We used to actually travel into Jersey for what was called closed circuit television uh, to watch hockey games where you'd pay a fee to a bar and watch hockey games and whatever. And then when cable, this thing called cable came out. And uh, more people in New Jersey had it than New York City. Uh, right. Eventually, we moved in 79 to uh, Palisade Park, New Jersey. We lived there for about four years and then moved down to Central Jersey. Um, so that's that's where my Ranger affiliation comes from. And, and the past four or five years, I've been a season ticket holder. I share yeah, season yeah. tickets with other guys. So.
2: Oh, so at least you've seen some decent hockey there recently.
5: Absolutely. And the the remodel of the garden is phenomenal. Yeah. It's an amazing place to see anything, really. There's not a bad seat in that house. I mean, same thing with the, The Rock. The Rock, there's not a bad seat in the house either.
2: No, no, the, the, well, the newer arenas have definitely improved it in that you can, it, like, if you want to get a pretzel or something or a beer, you can just kind of do it. Right, there's Look no... Look over your shoulder and you can still see the right. action.
5: and the, the restrooms are now, there's plenty full and, yeah. yeah. The, the, to be honest with you, though, I went to go see a game and a concert, actually, at the Barclays Center. Yeah very good. poor very poorly designed i think well it was designed for basketball they never considered hockey right because the one end of the ice there are seats called restricted view oh yeah i know yeah i heard of it where about you're that. literally at one end of the ice and you can't see your own end of your of the crease oh. you literally have to stand up to see that to see the goal so poor design there i'm sure i think Korkorov and those guys are and wang are trying to get out of there there's rumors they're trying to get out of their lease now because of how badly they can sell tickets there. Wow. Well, I know that they're...
2: The funny thing is the same group that built it and stole the the basketball team from New Jersey... Right. ...that they're supposed to be the ones remodeling the uh, the mausoleum, as uh, Steve Summers calls right. it. Right. Uh, so... But they're going to reduce the size to, like, like, a minor league size, like about 12,000. 12, well,
5: that's because they're putting in more amenities. Right. Which, you know... They'll fill it. I mean, they, they. Well, the team is good enough now. Right. They're still they're still going in
2: the playoffs, right. so they could easily. I mean, The fan base is there. It's just a rotten place <laughs> a rotten place to go. Right. Yeah. All right. So um, everybody, uh, you know, we we know you from Clerks, right? Um.
5: So real quick, how did how did you uh, you wind up on uh, on Clerks? I auditioned. Kevin held auditions at a First Avenue Playhouse, a theater, a community theater that's still around today in Atlantic Highlands. Ah. And I had done community theater there three years prior. So leading up to it, Kevin said to the owner of the theater, like, I'd love to rent your theater to audition if you'll call around to your you know, stable of actors to tell people about this movie. I I'd, I'd need people to turn out for the auditions. Yeah. So this is before the Internet. This is before cell phones, so where you literally... The, the top technology you had was, uh, you know, an answering machine. A beeper. Right, yeah. a beeper. If you were a drug dealer. No. <laughs> um, so that's what it was. I got a call from the owner saying these guys next month or are audition- they're renting the theater to hold auditions for a film. You should come down. It's right in your wheelhouse. I didn't know what the film was about, whatever. Yeah. I auditioned. He held callbacks like a week later, and I, I came for a callback. And next thing I know, I had the part. So looking back, I mean, do you do you
2: are you like just shocked that it's it's not just clerks
5: but the whole like Kevin Smith sort of genre still continues or well, I'm not shocked because, you know, he still continues to write a really amazing stuff. Yeah. You know, and him just talking. If anybody ever gets to see like an evening with Kevin Smith I or, have, yes, or Jane Bob. I've heard Bob. of all
2: uh, we 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 uh, we heard of his toilet stories.
5: Right is but destruction
2: it, of toilets. Right,
5: it, it's not only that though, but I mean, he's, he's a storyteller through and through. Yeah. No matter what medium you're going to put him in. You want him to, to write a book, he writes great, stories in his books. You want him to, to write something for a film, he writes amazing film. He gets on a podcast. Oh, he, you yeah. he get, get him in front of an audience. He stands in front of an audience for three to four hours sometimes and then still has the kindness to stick around for people to take photos with. Yes. So that's him. He's, just, he's a really great storyteller. He's got that gift of telling a story. So I've been very fortunate enough to have worked with him on his signature piece, Clerks that really resonated with a lot of people. It was the type of film that if you didn't work a crappy retail job, you went <laughs> to a crappy retail store and got yeah. crappy service from retail parts. So that's why I think it, it resonates with everybody. Even though you know, video store rental places are, are far and few between these days, it doesn't matter what job, what kind of thing you're selling. You've had days where you've been either called in at work when you weren't supposed to be there, or you had some issue with a customer or a client or whatever. Or the other end of the deal, like you went into this facility, you know, a store trying to look for whatever service you're looking for and found a bunch of characters behind the counter who don't know what they're doing. Well,
2: plus I think it, it was it was a perfect timing because at that time you had a lot of these, I'm not going to call them like art house things, but you didn't need, like you could put out a reality bite or, um, you know, swingers or something like that. And eh, it didn't have to make a hundred million dollars at that time. You could, you just you had to do decently well. The the theater structure was there to to be able to see those movies, and you could get away with it. Whereas now, I, I don't. I mean, now I mean, you could put it on Netflix or something like that. I don't think you could get a Clerks into a movie theater now, and be successful. I, I just, it depends. I mean, allow
5: it. Well, because we were all unknowns, that's yeah. the that's the tough rub. But the thing about today and the internet and you know you have outlets like a netflix a hulu you know um a youtube channel for that matter a lot of independent filmmakers now when i go to these film festivals you know the technology has become so readily accessible to people that anybody can make a movie and that's a phenomenal thing but the downside to that is the technology is readily available to everybody that anybody can make a movie True. and so you gotta literally go through a lot of shit to find that little nugget of corn that's like oh you gotta see this thing so if Clerks was made today once again independently no names attached to it that would be something that probably would get released Either as a web series, perhaps, or yeah. something else, just to start with it, where you could do an episode in the day of these guys, whatever, via the internet. Right. Well, I won't take up any more time. Not at all. It's uh,
2: nice to see you again. Yep. yep. I'm dropping pretzels, people. Pretzels are flying.
5: How are you today? Doing good, buddy. How's your day today? Good, good. How you good? Doing all right. Doing all right. All right. Awesome.
2: So uh, I found our uh, longtime
3: uh, friend Cassine Gaines. Where are we? We are at the Hudson Valley Comic Con. Uh, to be honest with you, I had to I had to think for a second. I, you know, it's like when you're a uh, when you're a rock band and you're on stage. You're like, "Good night, uh, Cleveland," right? Yeah. Hudson Valley Comic Con in Poughkeepsie, New York.
2: We're uh, yeah. I'm right now. I'm on I'm on astroturf. We're in like a Gold's gym or something. I don't know.
3: Yeah, this is actually a um, an interesting location. it's weird because it's so incredibly appropriate for a con once you're inside you realize how appropriate it is, but from the outside it seems completely inappropriate but uh but it's a really cool con here
0: so
2: um just looking at your setup apparently you've now got an audio edition of uh, we don't need roads
3: yes that's correct it's not read by me it's read I, by a gentleman i know I don't want to thank it's you. it's read by a guy named Ron Butler, but fun fact he is uh, apparently, a really premier Barack Obama impersonator. Wow. So it's kind of like the president is reading my book, which is uh, which is great. Does he sound like himself or he sounds like Obama? Uh, you know, I think himself is kind of close to Obama, honestly. So
1: I'm
3: sorry, I'm just I'm activating my shoes. I've got a captivated audience here. Are they going now? Yeah, there we go. There we go. There we go. <laughs>
2: Um, so, the reason I'm bothering you is. See if Sorry. The reason I'm bothering you is uh, I've got to hear your take on the Pee Wees Big Holiday film that was released on Netflix not too long ago. I have seen it, believe it or
3: not. I believe it. Uh, no, I, I. So, here's the thing. Uh, I I sort of have an egg on my face because in interview after interview, probably on your show, everyone said, is this Pee Wee movie going to come out? And I said, no, 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 a thousand times. And um, then when I found out it was actually coming out, I, I didn't have the highest hopes, I have to be honest with you. I actually thought it was a really good bit of fan service you know i think that it was there were lots of throwback lines in there that were really like deep throwback lines not just you know i know you are but what am i or something like that um, and i thought you know for for someone like me who hasn't you know who, who waited for 25 years for more Wee herman um, until the live show that he did in in 2011 i thought it was a nice sort of continuation of the Pee-wee Herman story. It was Pee-wee for 2016 but also Pee-wee for 1985 in a way. So I, I liked it a lot. So when I met John Paragon,
2: aka Zombie the Genie, not too long ago, I expressed my uh, my concern with the well, my one critique of the movie was I felt that it was it was nice, Ladies it was fun and all.
0: Thank you for coming to the, first, the Voice
2: the of God. Uh My thing with it was Pee-wee was not a jerk. So like in the original movie and to an extent on the cartoon I mean uh, on the um, Pee-wee's Playhouse he was always like a jerk. I mean in the first movie he starts the movie by fighting the next door neighbor in the pool and trying to drown him to death. Then his bike gets stolen he accuses the whole town of stealing it and freaks out you know he he's try you know he's always like in some kind of jackpot. I don't know that was like that was the one takeaway that I wasn't happy with that he was not like a like a he wasn't a jerk that he was too he was like a nice guy nice guy.
3: Yeah, well I think um, Pee-wee has always sort of changed as Paul Reuben has changed I think you know I think that Pee-wee in. Big adventure is different than Pee-wee and Pee-wee's Playhouse, It's certainly different than in Big Top Pee-wee. Um, you know, so I think Paul Rubens, as he's gotten older, has gotten you know, the character has been interpreted a little bit differently, and so that that aspect didn't really bother me. But I, I guess I sort of expected that because when you see Pee-wee or Paul now doing Pee-wee in different public appearances, he seems to be a little bit softer than he was. Um, and also I think just from like a physical standpoint it's probably a little bit more demanding on your body and voice to be that sort of snarky you know yelling yeah. growling version of Bewie
2: I can't I cannot imagine because as far as I know Judd Apatow produced this thing but he probably had a lot to do with writing it yes how did Judd Apatow write a
3: movie without any like toilet humor it doesn't even make sense <laughs> I, I want to know what John Paragon's take was on your comment. I thought you were going to tell me the ending of that story. I thought you were going to tell me. Oh, about John Paragon, sorry. Um, and I, I'm trying to remember
2: actually exactly what he said. Um, he he kind of agreed with me, but he, he sort of had the same take of, as you, as like, well, you know, that's what Paul's going for now. He's not really going for like the the PG-13, peewee. It's more of just like the G-rated. Pee-wee. and then he said that he that he was shown the movie in private or something at some point that uh, he really have, he didn't have much else to say about it
3: yeah, well g-rated to an extent um, you know there, there's obviously in Pee-wee's big holiday and a lot has been written on it a lot of really the subtext of a lot of you know peewees either romances or however yeah. you want to sort of categorize his, his relationships with people Um floated a lot closer to the text in this particular movie. You know, I think it's just different. I think it's a, a, different, a different Pee-wee for a different time. I don't really know. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I'm of the belief that Judd Apatow and Paul Rust, who co-wrote the movie of Paul Rubens, made a movie that they wanted to be... to introduce new audiences to Pee-wee. Um, I don't know if a 30-year-old who's dressed like a kid who's obnoxious and yelling plays as well as a 65-year-old who's doing it. You know, I, I, think, I think this was the version of Pee-wee that people would watch frankly you know it's it's a little bit different some time has passed well there was a
2: point though when the his his stupid uh, singing group broke up where he flipped out in the kitchen and like bashed everything right and then cleaned it up but that was like the one moment i was like oh wait a minute it's the old peewee and then uh and then back to being like just kind of like bland and goofy i mean i enjoyed it but uh, i would i don't know what the rewatch value is well what were point. you expecting that you didn't get I, uh, you said I was expecting. I know you are, but what am I? Okay. And stuff
3: like that. Okay. And you know. Uh, I love that story. What? That's a Pee-wee ism I was giving you another Pee-weeism. I love that. Story. I. That's what I,
2: I. I expected that. I expected the Francis Buxton guy. He's still alive, somewhere.
3: Yeah, but none But there is no Pee-wee cannon. You know, there's, you know, there, all of those stories are all separate standalone stories. Big Top Pee Wee exists in a different world from Pee Wee's Playhouse and Big Adventure. And, you know, so you're not going to get those sorts of throwbacks. But I think a lot of those actors, obviously, you recognize uh, the, the woman who played Simone in, in Pee Wee's yeah. Big Adventure. Um, well, wasn't the guy, wasn't her boyfriend also in it? From the PB, the, the oh, guy with know. the guy with the big club. Yeah, no, I know I, I don't know if he was in I didn't spot him. I'd spotted John Paragon obviously <laughs> was, in it.
2: Yeah, Paragon's in it. But who is the guy who at the end of the movie and they
3: show her, he's like in a hot tub with her. Yeah, that was the like the wilderness guy, the guy that was like in the woods. But I don't know who that actor is. I thought that that was the guy from Big Adventure. I could be wrong. It might be. I, 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 I maybe I just don't know. It's possible. Well, Lynn Stewart was in it. Yep. She was the uh, like the snake, the snake lady, snake, the snake, lady. Yeah, the snake curator, <laughs> the snake curator. From Miss Ivan to snake curator. But it says something. It's pretty interesting. I, I always um, I love to, to play. Uh, Spot that that cast member when watching Pee Wee Herman things because you know you're going to see a bunch of familiar faces doing things that probably you're going. What's Miss Ivan doing as a, a snake curator? I don't know what her actual title is, but I'm going to say snake curator. That's what it was. It was like a snake museum. Curating snakes.
2: Oh boy. So um, as we wrap up, uh, any anything new
3: uh, to? Uh... No, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I, I mean, I can plug. Uh, I guess I could plug a couple things. Uh, besides the books, I wrote on, you know, I sent you that oral history I wrote on Howard the Duck. Yes. Um, I did something for the AV Club actually on Pee Wee's Big Holiday, which I guess would be appropriate to, to follow up with. I am doing something on um, the 25th anniversary of Nicktoons that's coming out That's coming out on decider.com uh the end of this month. I was going to say next month, but we've, we've flipped the calendar page already. And I think that's. Uh, I wrote something on Prince a couple weeks ago uh, for yeah. Decider, also. So that's besides it. that, that's it. Celebrity, well, you're here. Celebrity death. Prince. Yeah. I, oh God, I love Prince. I, I saw Prince live three times, um, and so fantastic show. It's one of those things where um, you almost like take for granted that we like lived in a world with Prince, and that, and that now we don't. You know, it's like it's one of those weird things. It's 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 interesting that. from Back to the Future. They're not the real shoes. They're, um, you know, they're like Halloween costumes. If they were real shoes, they wouldn't be here because they're, they're getting touched a whole lot. So I wouldn't have them out right now if they were the real shoes. Uh, you can find them online, but they're not for sale like today. They're just part of my display here.
2: I wouldn't want them anyway. Uh, no, so it's, it's funny that it's kind of, you know, unfortunate, but when you think about it, The man who kind of originated the the style of music, Little Richard,
3: is still alive. Yeah, and Michael Jackson, David Bowie, and Prince are all dead. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's interesting. I spoke with, um, of all people, I spoke with George Clinton for that Howard the Duck oral history, and um, and it's amazing that like you know George Clinton, Sly Stone, Little Richard, like these people are still doing their thing, and you know, but you know it's it's bizarre I guess you just never know when it's coming for you that's true alright so until next time Till next time
2: so we're just checking back in here uh, got Lanza with me uh, Michael J. Fox Wizard World uh, recap that's it very very good show (laughs) probably
4: convention of the year easily Uh, to get the autos and the photos for the guests if you want both you
2: probably need two days but so basically we get there and before we arrive they had listed a schedule for michael j fox Almost all of us because we were getting a <laughs> an item signed by him and not just a pre-signed eight by ten. Which looked terrible by the way. It did look bad. This is I think this is working, right? Hello? Remember the last time you had
4: to edit it because the car noise?
2: Uh, no, I turned the the, uh, the right, right, a mic whatever. gain. Yeah. Turned yeah, it yeah. off. 10-10. Anyway, um, So we found out that he was starting around eleven, he would be signing but he was doing it for the people that got like the diamond, the like seven nine hundred dollar uh, VIP yeah. uh, nonsense. Came with Lloyd uh, and Leah. Yeah, Leah Thompson, and and Christopher Lloyd. So we knew that wasn't us. And so they pinned our photos with him at like three fifteen, and then the autographs at five. So we got there. Or you got there with uh, ahead of me. And there were some other photos that we had to split and stuff like that. It wasn't too bad. I walk in, and I first go right into the Leah Thompson line to try and get her autograph. No, no Christopher Lloyd's no, line. Lloyd, I met you at Lloyd. This thing is not moving because they keep letting in all of the diamond VIPs, right. and we're. And I think screwed. the Lloyd
4: VIPs as well. Whatever. Yeah. So basically, instead of doing one VIP, two VIPs, one GA,
2: nah, it was just it get was just right all in VIPs
4: there. constantly.
2: So. so that thing never moved. Luckily, I had a friend with me uh, who I'd carpool with, and he was only getting the Fox stuff. So he was kind enough to sit in that Christopher Lloyd line and listen to a very annoying person the entire <laughs> time. That's an understatement. But yeah yeah he helped us with
4: our autos and our place in line
2: so he stayed in the lloyd line and i don't know how long he was in that line an hour god knows meanwhile i tried leah thompson's line that went nowhere because she was taking too long well her she was taking long because she's just
4: overly friendly with people talking lloyd just took long because he signed and they just
2: constantly brought people it was a lot of people but so what happened was i then i got back in the line for lloyd um after i split a photo with you and he lloyd the whole bunch of them were going to go to their first batch of like group photo ops for back to the future at like noon i am literally like the next to last person who got lloyd <laughs> at yeah, was before big. noon that was big i get him on the poster I then I, I ran to me i run off and i go back to the other line where i'm thinking at this point Everybody's no no. Then I went to where where did I go? We did photo ops for about three hours after that. Yeah, but it... oh, that's right. So I I went back over, and and at that at some point we got the it was a photo op that we got at like one o'clock, wasn't there?
4: We got Hiddleston.
2: Oh no, that was yeah no. But then Evans,
4: Chris Evans Evans
2: was supposed to be at two, and just everything was backed up. Just took forever. Yeah. So, uh, we had a good time, though, you know, laughing at everybody. So, at some point, (laughs) at some point, um, I forget which photo I was even waiting for at that point, but at some point there, we got word that Michael J. Fox had done all these group photos, the photos with him and Leah Thompson, some of his individual ones. Not
4: many, if any. Yeah. And
2: somewhere around that point... There became this rumor that, oh, uh, he's not feeling well, blah, blah, blah. And he took a break.
5: Yeah. He stopped well, doing the single photos. Right, so,
2: well, I was very close to the front of the photo booth. And they came out and they're like, okay, uh, he's taking a break for a little while. We come back at 3.30. Is that what I was waiting for? Yes, because... Right, yes, yes, yes. yes. Cause That's why you were at the front. <laughs> because I was in the first... first they were going to do the doubles yeah, right with the Michael line.
4: and Leah, then split Michael and Leah. Yeah. And yeah. I don't even I mean. think they ever split them. They just, he left...
2: Yeah, he did a few. So then, so Michael went and took a break for like an hour or whatever. And then we were all arguing, like, they're not going to do the panel. They are going to do the stupid panel at 2.30. Well, guess what? They did the dumb panel, which I missed.
4: There was no way. There was 2,000 people in that panel. And there's just no way you can do everything It was. I was you just running hours. around all over yeah, the place. There's no, there's no way you could have done it. Well, the
2: Evans thing took forever. That was the problem one of many problems in that place but so so at this point andrew again was nice enough and as all this hubbub was going around he actually he got a um a numbered card for me for leah thompson's line which worked out very well he never got up to her because she took too long so she came back to her table and was signing after the q a but again was taking forever at this point i was like i can't wait in this line anymore i gotta go for fox so I ran over to do the Fox uh, photos, and at this point, everybody's like, he's done, he, he's on. He's not going to do any more photos, Man. he's feeling terrible. People,
4: people went, uh, people it was really ridiculous. ran wild.
2: Uh, and then, and then... We have to talk to his people, people were saying. And then, wait. so then he, he, he's doing the photo, we get up to the photo, whatever, he's sitting there on the chair, and you know, with the Parkinson's, he can't really smile that much anymore, but... Uh, there was a nice moment right before i went where these this couple had a small baby and he like patted the baby on the head and you know he put it on the lap and all it was whatever so i get the photo with michael i run out and i'm running back to the leah thompson line again this thing is not moving like this is taking forever so then oh it's just go. What's with the beeping? So... I don't think that guy knew he was getting on the Holland Tunnel. Well, he's on it he's now. He's on it now. Yeah. So, um, at this point, I don't know. What the hell time we got Michael's photo? Four? four? Well, everything he, kind of got
4: clumped together.
2: So, maybe morning or m- whatever. M- so, now I'm in the Thompson line again. And this woman's there. She's like... And me and this other guy. And the guy's like, oh, I don't know what I should do. I'm like, dude... Go to the Fox line because, God forbid, he signs like 50 or 100 and then quits. You're screwed. Well, he didn't listen to me. He stayed in the, the Leah Thompson line. I left again. I was already in the Fox line. What they did was they gave You gained,
4: guys were already in there. Yeah. They had everyone who was online before when he stopped signing yeah. got a number, and then they just put everyone in this, like. This big queue. Th- this, this pit, and they just started calling lines up one by one. Yeah, um, so luckily I cut with you guys. I had
2: to cut with you guys a bunch. You
4: have to cut it, was You World have too. to. You have to. It's ridiculous.
2: Uh, everyone, you got to save spots. You have to have a lot of friends and do that. So I cut in there, and we're waiting. And finally now, we're like, oh, it's getting close. It's getting close. And we got into the pen there, and we knew now we're, we're going to get him now. But the reality was Fox, I mean, he wasn't saying anything, but, man, he was like a machine. Graph Fox, after graph after graph. Fox
4: started after 5. And we had probably at least 50 people in front of us, yeah, maybe we, more. It's like
2: 45 minutes we had. Yeah, yeah,
4: 45 minutes. Like, got out of there before six, full signatures, Man. didn't skim, signed them whatever color you wanted. He had an attendant giving them whatever marker
2: you wanted. Uh,
4: we than all some just blew.
2: Yeah. yeah so um So, yeah, it's great. I Me mean, Michael. Michael J. Fox.
4: Well, probably my top 10. Easily well, my top 10. Before. Probably my top five of actually getting yeah I've seen him and he turns us down politely that's, that's
2: a big deal <laughs> so no but I think he did everybody he did everybody that was there it was very impressive Oh no,
4: yeah easily he knocked everyone out
2: so when I got Leia Thompson I, I mentioned to her that I loved her in Space Camp I love Space Camp and I said to her I said you know on Monday night I'm gonna go to there's something going on with Tate Donovan who was her co-star at Space Camp she's like oh my god oh I'd love to go see that and I, she's like what is it I said, it's something called Celebrity Autobiography. It's like a reading. She's like,
4: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I want to do that. Wow. Ah, you should
4: call them up. <laughs> they probably would love to have you with the cast that they usually get. Really?
2: Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, no, right, yeah, right there. You know, my favorite movie that you're in is uh, Space Camp. really? I love that movie. Any
5: particular time? And on
2: Monday, uh, there's something in the city, New York City. I'm going to see uh, Tate Donovan is in it. So, uh, kind of a... Cool. Uh, they call it celebrity autobiography. It's. Oh, I want to see It's like see a. That. He's doing one tonight and also Monday night there.
1: That's a comedy. Like yeah, yeah. I I want to do that show. That's so
5: cool. Well, if you end up seeing him, say
1: hi. To okay. I
5: you will. Know. <laughs> right. Thank you. Greg, stop learning with Amanda Jones. Get up.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> so. Monday, that was Saturday. So Monday comes around. I go over there. I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Finally, I get the the, the, the guy from Bosom Buddies who's not Tom Hanks.
4: Scolari. Yeah,
2: Peter Scolari. He literally, I go, I say, oh, it's this guy. He goes, he goes, I, I said, can I get the photo? He goes, He goes. yeah, sure, buddy, but uh, I, I got to be somewhere right now. So I take the photo and, and I'm like, yeah, I know you're going in right here. <laughs> he goes, oh, <laughs> So, you got to tell me where to go. I don't know how I'm going. Uh, I think i make it right here. Uh, so, and I said, so Tate Donovan comes up. And says, hey, Tate, listen, I, I loved you in Memphis Belle. He goes, oh, thank you. I, I, I love Space Camp. He goes, really? <laughs> space Camp? I said, yeah, I, I love Space Camp. He goes, oh, okay, that's cool. I said, listen, I, I saw Leia Thompson a couple days ago at a convention, and I told her I was going to come meet you here and she says hello he goes oh really cool cool wait where did you see her oh my god i'm like wizard world he's like what's that oh, forget
4: i conversation convention these you know
2: she was there for back to the future He goes oh okay cool yeah cool he goes uh you know her daughter's an actress i said yeah i know she's hot
4: <laughs> I, I don't have the patience the time to, to sit and talk with these
2: people uh, he's funny yeah Nice guy yeah. yeah He's a good guy So then at that night I uh, I went to this book signing For Freddie Prince Jr The uh, the husband of Sarah Michelle Gellar I
4: mean he's also an actor He's not just a husband He has I'm
2: been just... an actor Yes yeah.
4: He's also a writer for WWE Oh Not anymore Right But he was I mean he hasn't acted either In a long time he's, Well he he's voice actor, he, that's does, uh, actor that's
3: voice he does He does Star Wars
2: Rebels Which I'm yes. a big fan of Yes um, I mean he was in Scooby Doo Yeah Oh god so I went I went there, right? And luckily he was doing photos at the table, which is nice. And however, like I asked somebody asked on Facebook, they asked the bookstore, would he sign anything else? They said no. So I I'm like, yeah, let me just do it for the hell of it. I tweet him the poster I have of Star Wars Rebels that Taylor Gray signed, who's the co you know, the other co-star lead in the show. And um he goes And it's on Twitter. I said, listen, i am come to the book signing. Any chance I can get your signature on this? I'm a huge fan of Star Wars. And he goes, he goes, no, this is a book signing. Uh, It is their store. It is their rules. Left. Yeah. So I'm like, jeez. So then at the store, I asked him again. I said, yeah, you know, listen, by the way, you know, I, I love Star Wars Rebels. He goes, yeah, cool, man. I said, um... You know, I was the one on Twitter a couple hours ago. I asked you if you could sign some poster. And he's still he goes, Sunday. "Yeah, no, sorry, man, I can't. Just can't do it. Just can't do it, man." And a couple of people before me, a guy asks, and he goes, "He goes, yeah, you know, I, you know, this is the bookstore. I can't do it here. I'm their guest." And he says, uh, well, "You're gonna have to find me at the airport." <laughs> I've <think that's laughs> Never he heard
4: wants- of that before. So he'd rather right? be brought at an airport, uh... which I can't believe is the bookstore.
2: No, then he comes. Actually, we heard from people affiliated with the store that he literally told them he's not doing, not signing anything. Right. Right. Very strange. Uh, so, Get back to your story. That didn't work out too well. I mean, you know, got him, but yeah. You, you, Very annoying. Well, you got the. I out. wanted the poster done. I, I the dumb book. Is it a cookbook?
4: Cookbook.
3: <laughs> it's uh, a
4: cookbook. A lot of cookbooks. A lot of cookbooks lately. Uh,
2: so, yeah, Michael J. Fox. Turn,
4: um, turn around to Jackson.
2: Turn right here. Big. Big one, Michael J. Fox. Big.
4: Yeah, I don't see him doing too many more of these, so pretty. Uh, he's doing
2: a couple. He's doing at least one more happy. this year.
4: Is that the London one again?
2: No. Um,
1: Chicago.
2: I believe.
4: Yeah.
2: So, uh, that's that. Is he doing Chicago? Well, we got a good name here. We got Vincent D'Onofrio tonight. That was good.
4: Yeah, it was good. Private
2: pal. One of the easy things. things I've done. 40
4: minutes, uh, chicken scratch on a on a Funko. Eyes not open. Make it. a right here. Well, you know, if someone opened their mouth and actually said something. I Maybe. did! After. After I took your photo, and then after uh, he left. I'll fix it. I don't, I don't know I, fixed. I don't know. Why, do you, why do you not care? I don't know. Should I
2: care? Yes. Where now where? No, I'm left on Madison. Anyway, so, and this is a, a few weeks after Mark Ruffalo blew us off. Oh,
4: please, I don't want to get into that anymore.
2: Left here. Oh, that was ridiculous. Oh, my God. I've two never, people I, that's asking the, the that guy. That is the,
4: the biggest uh, begging and pleading I will ever do for someone. Uh, if but I do it, I do it, it for you, I'm going to do it for everybody. There's no one here! Mark, there's two of us here. I saw your you movie. I saw you mingled with you. Ah, not going to happen. You at a red light, Mark. You, you know, you can't cross into traffic. Can't you just do it until the light turns green? Guy ran into traffic away from
2: us. Yeah. I mean, that's. Ran for his life. <laughs> Pretty much sums it up. I did get James Cromwell, though? I, I like him. He's a good actor. Yeah, Cromwell
4: was OK. I mean, I didn't go for Cromwell.
2: He was but... like, You're, you can't. you got to go vegan.
4: No, no. Just, <laughs> just we, take
5: the picture. No, he
4: goes, uh, it's easy. Do it once a week. Once a day. And then twice a week. And then three times a you week. Yeah, we got it. Burn was good.
2: That was a good. Ah, yeah. Gabriel Burn, we yeah. also got
4: there. That Burn was, was random. Of... Burn was good at the bar with, with his stuff, yeah. and uh, he was nice. So yeah, it's been a, it's been, a been a, busy two weeks, three weeks. Wizard World, um, uh, you know, A
2: lot of money spent.
4: I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm okay with all that. It just, it is what it is now. But uh, that's a tough con to. To really look forward to every year. I don't nah. look forward to that. Thing. I don't
2: enjoy it. it. Was my
4: first time at, Phys- at Wizard World. Ever? Um, yeah, ever. Nah. I never want. They never brought anyone that want that made me want to go there. Mm. Um, you gotta go all the way to ten. And then a right on ten. Then a right on. Left person No, right. A right? Yes, we're behind Jefferson. Ah, uh, right, fine.
2: You know what I? Oh, you know who's who's, who's been in New York the last couple days? The Dush. No, 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 get out of here. Yeah, she has been, yeah. Love the dash. Pretty sure I know where she's staying. But... Pretty, pretty good. Yeah. You know, I haven't watched the season four Banshee yet. You no,
4: know I haven't either. <laughs> so <laughs> shame I have on to me. binge it. I have to I have to go back and rewatch like the I have end to binge of
2: three. it. Well I binged the first three seasons. Yeah, I don't like, remember. I don't weekend. remember three.
4: It's been like a year and a half now, and I just I don't know what's going on. I don't know. On. Job got kidnapped. Right, right. But I don't know. I don't. And they think Star did something. I don't remember. Uh, I haven't watched much actually. Oh, well, a lot of reruns going on.
2: I did. I still need to watch the entire season of Supernatural.
4: Thank you know, you don't have to make it right here. Supernatural was really good this year, except for the uh, the finale. No, don't tell me. This finale wasn't that good. Again, though, when you put a show on for 11 yeah, years, 20 years, it's called. The All right. This corner this this fine. is fine. Yeah, this is fine. Um Yeah, Lloyd was good. No problem with Lloyd. Yeah? You got Leah finally. Had to split it, but I, I did,
2: did get it. Gail, I didn't bother with. Gale. Bob, oh, Gale. Bob Gale. Yeah, I got him. He's cool. I didn't bother with Bob Gale. Um... I just
4: um... no time. I have no time I stood in line for photo ops from 11am or like 11.30am That was non-stop until about 3.30 for Fox it was non-stop and if you and Andrew weren't in line for oh the Lord I just wasn't getting him it just wasn't going to be possible <laughs> so that was really it uh um, didn't bother with any of the Marvel autographs. Didn't bother with any of nah. the Marvel VIPs. No. Didn't bother with any of the Marvel, you know, three ops with the Marvel guy. Just too much.
2: I mean, the main one I wanted was Chris Evans. Got him and my girl, Haley Atwell. Yeah. That was about it. Yeah, Evans I like a and lot. Rat Hiddleston.
4: Nah, Hiddleston. He was nice as can be. <laughs>
2: Super nice when he got paid his
4: fifty k, whatever it was. Well, he
2: still did it at the uh, afterwards, which is annoying. Well, that kid did say just you know it was really hard, and oh, so who knows. Please.
4: Thank
1: you.
0: And now AMC's comic book man.
2: All right, so I'm here with Meng Chen at the uh, Heroes and Villains Fan Fest. Uh, cool
1: to see you again, Meng. It's good to see you always. Can we just see each other in weird cities, at different conventions? Um, you know, with, with it, it's a cool environment. And you, um, uh, somebody said you were in Australia. You go everywhere. I, I was not in Australia. I don't know why. I, you're the second person to say oh. that. I don't. Did I post something indicating that I was in, a, in overseas? Um, that's the one thing that we haven't done yet. Uh, you know, we 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 uh, we're known locally here in Jersey. You know, somewhat, somewhat, uh, somewhat in the U.S. But we uh, we've been to Canada. Well, like, I would love to do like a kind of like Tijuana, Mexico, or something. Or like, a, you know, like, why not? There's so many kinds. Like, why not one in like Tijuana? Tijuana of all places. Yeah, like you know, donkey show con. I don't know. Like,
2: uh. <laughs> I don't What's know. your favorite part about doing comic book, men?
1: Uh, I th- I think. I get to I get to hang out with these guys and just sit around and join and, you know, of course they, a lot of a lot of their insults are directed at me but it's been like that for 20 years so so it's no different it's it's you know at least now I get to have it documented my ancestors get to can can watch me get beat down by a bunch of white men like I'm, it's fun it's in every in every group you know there's always that guy who gets made fun of that's usually me but in the in the midst of all that we get to talk talk about Star Wars and back to the future of Batman. It's the life, man. It's the life.
2: All right, let me uh, step away for a second. Man. Well, I have a second. Okay. By the way, I do a, a podcast as well. But. Okay. I don't know if you remember, one of my close friends did come with me. She was, like, in the paranormal episode, Redhead, Stephanie. Yeah,
1: she was, the, she was the, the lady who was Yeah,
2: she family. was doing that for a while. No more? We're just fellow video game collectors, oh, okay. so that's, yeah, that's how we know each
0: other.
2: So, uh, how do you like? Uh, what's your favorite thing about comic book
3: Matt?
1: Uh, I guess uh, getting to see some old stuff come in and you know stuff that I remember from my youth, and you know just being able, really, just to uh, have fun and just joke around with my friends on you know in the shop. Yeah do it anyway so now, we're, now they're doing a show about it that's pretty that's pretty cool
2: so i talked to o'halloran recently and i i was uh jabbing with him about the rangers i don't know if you have anything to say in response how much they suck
1: oh uh, i mean uh, right now they're they're uh, doing a lot better than the devils yeah. last five years so it's hard for me to uh to uh slam the rangers at this point but uh i see i see them trending downward though as uh, as Good as Lundquist gets, gets, gets on in years. And uh, you know, hopefully that means the Devils will be trending upwards. Yeah, Man, let me get out of your way. we thanks. You've been doing the
2: podcast for a while. What's one what of your favorite moments um, or just crazy things that come on? I mean, like, I, I, I've listened to you on the Opium Gym show on satellite. I mean, did you ever imagine you'd, you'd be nationwide?
0: Um, Well, I guess with a podcast, you're worldwide, right? So, Opie and Jim are sort of limiting me. Um,
1: (laughs) uh,
0: My favorite part of doing the podcast is just knowing that I'm going to see these guys weekly. You know, and we'll be able to talk and screw around. Because as you get older, it's not the same. You know, people get busy. People do shit. Some people work jobs for whatever reason. So, like, knowing that you have that time to spend with them is cool. Um, are you are you doing any new movies? I know you, you, you've you made movies before, but... What's up? I didn't hear.
2: I know you've made movies before. Are you working on anything
0: now? or? Um, I really haven't worked on anything recently, but I mean, I can't see comic book men going that much longer. So, uh, yeah, I've started to think about stuff I want to do afterwards. You know, movies being a couple, you know. One of the things.
1: Anyone?
2: Um, on a scale of one to ten, how weird are the uh, the comic book men, the guests that you get in there? I mean, do you. I know you, you have a lot of good wisecracks, but do they take it well? I mean, sometimes
0: I could see them getting a little, pesty. Uh, um. Usually, I mean, usually I direct the the remarks at these guys, you know, Walt, Mike, and Bing. But there have been situations where. People aren't, and I don't know how. I mean, after four years, how, like how people wouldn't be aware that I'm going to say something. But a couple people. I mean, nobody gets too riled up. But like last year, two people in a row got upset, so they told me to, you know, tone it down, and I refused. I said, "What is this? A kindler, gentler comic book?" Man, all of a sudden, and the the showrunner was like, "Yeah, you know what? You're right. Like, forget it."
2: Well, it, it, I think the worst insult is when you insult, like, their item that they think is so special and it's really garbage.
0: Yeah. I mean, to me, even if it is awesome, it's still garbage, so I don't care. But, um, yeah, people, people get real attached to their things, and, and if they, they, uh, they love it, and I can sense that, I'll go after it harder just to, you know. Thanks, Brian. Let so me get out of your way. You got it. Thanks, guys.
5: Good morning, Pee-wee. Little Francis. Today is my birthday and my father said I can have anything I want. Good for you and your father. So guess what I want? A new brain. No, your bike.
4: <laughs>
5: oh, What's so funny, Pee-wee? It's not for sale, Francis. My father says everything's negotiable. Wee. I wouldn't sell my bike for all the money in the world.
1: Not for a hundred billion million trillion dollars. Then you're crazy. I know you are, but what am I? You're a nerd. I know you are, but what am I? You're an idiot. I know you are, but what am I?
5: I know you are, but what am I?
3: I know you are, but what am I? I know you are, but what am I? I know you are, but what am I?
2: Infinity. No, I'm not. You are. No way.
4: Knock it off. Cut it out Oh, shut shut up, up. Pee
2: Wee.
5: Why don't you make me? Why don't you make me? Because I don't make monkeys. I just trade them. Pee Wee, listen to reason. Come on. Listening to reason. Pee Wee. That's my name. Don't wear it out. Remember the first time I saw your bike? You were riding past my house, and I came
1: running out to tell you how much I liked it even way back then. I love that story.
5: You'll be
3: sorry, Pee-Wee Herman! Mm